Hi, Manny Fitzsimmons. I'm your Washington Realtors Legal Hotline lawyer. Today is another video in our series entitled Stuff You Gotta Do So You Might As Well Do It Well. And today's topic is advertising. I'm joined today by Sabrina Jones-Schroeder. Sabrina, if you were to advertise yourself <laughs> on the internet, what two pieces of information would you absolutely include? I would have to absolutely include my name, Sabrina Jones Schroeder, and I would have to absolutely include the name of my firm, which is Exit Real Estate Professionals. And you would have to include those names in a clear and conspicuous manner. Oh, excellent. That wasn't even what I was looking for. <laughs> I was looking for as licensed. Oh, so if licensed, you're, yeah. you said Sabrina Jones Schroeder, so if that's your licensed name, right. that's what you'd have right. to use, but your, if your name was, you know, your name, your formal name could be Sabrina Jones Schroeder, but if you went by, you know, Sabrina Smith, yep. and, and you were at, and you're licensed as Sabrina Smith, that's the name that we, that has to be on there, whatever name you're licensed by. So, in, in right. the, on, is, looking at it from the opposite direction, <laughs> there we go. If I were licensed in my formal name, but I went by a nickname, Annie Fitzsimmons is what I go by, but that's not my formal name. But if I wanted to use Annie Fitzsimmons in my advertising, I would need to ask the Department of Licensing to issue my license in the name of Annie Fitzsimmons instead of my formal or official name. So think about the name in which you're licensed because that's also the name in which you will advertise. And it's not a problem to ask the Department of Licensing to issue a license to I see a lot of folks will, you know, Annette Annie, I don't even know if that's your legal that is, name. <laughs> Annette Annie Fitzsimmons and the Department of Licensing isn't going to have an issue licensing uh, you to, to your nickname uh, so that you can advertise with that. What they will have an issue with is if you license in your, say, given legal name, and then you're out there advertising, holding yourself out to the consuming public um, under a nickname. And I don't know if you're gonna cover this, but why is that? Why do we care um, if you harm the public, if there is a concern? Joe Public needs to be able to go to the Department of Licensing website and find you. And they do a license lookup by the name that you're advertising under. And if your nickname isn't your licensed name, they won't be able to find you and that's a problem. Right. Same exact concept with your firm. So if you are part of a franchise, for example, the, the franchise name alone is not your firm's name as licensed. The firm's name as licensed is the firm's name that appears on their license and that's going to be, and that's why I asked Sabrina to, to, to give her full um, firm's name. I, I think on your signs, it probably mostly, of what you can see is Exit Realty primarily, or can you see the whole thing? No, you see Exit Real Estate Professionals. That is the tagline under Exit our Exit Real Estate Professionals. Mm -hmm. Let's say her, her, let's say she was part of a franchise that was Exit, was the name of the franchise. She could not advertise just as Exit. She mm -hmm. would have to be Exit Real Estate Professionals on all of her advertising, and then as she mentioned a minute ago, in a clear and conspicuous manner. And clear and conspicuous is a bit challenging. Mm -hmm. The uh, you know Supreme Court famously once said that it's hard to define pornography, but they know it when they see it. <laughs> Same thing applies to clear and conspicuous when it comes to the Department of Licensing. It's hard to define mm -hmm. what clear and conspicuous is, but the Department of Licensing knows what it's not when they see it. So for example, if, if you have a big yard sign, if, if Sabrina were advertising and on the middle of her sign she had Sabrina Jones Schroeder and that was gigantic lettering and then 
down in the bottom right hand corner, a little teeny tiny print, it said, exit, exit real estate professionals. Probably not, or definitely not clear and conspicuous, right? Mm -hmm. But somewhere in between that and, you know, exit real estate professionals being the biggest and boldest thing on the print, because that's not required either. Mm -hmm. So somewhere between those two is what clear and conspicuous means. And the Department of Licensing says, exercise good discretion. If you do, you'll probably hit the target. Absolutely. And again, same, same reasoning, uh, again, that the consumer needs to be able to look at your marketing and know who you work for. Yeah. So um, just to be real clear, because we've kind of smooshed these together so far, but let's be really clear. On all advertising, your firm's name as licensed must be included in a clear and conspicuous manner. Think all advertising. That might be yard signs. It might be business cards. It might be letterhead, whatever advertising that you have. And then as a separate category, referencing internet advertising, that's where you have to have your firm's name as licensed and your name as licensed on all advertising. And when we come to social media, your, your firm's name as licensed and your name as licensed can be no more than one click away. <laughs> what do we mean by one click away? So from, from whatever landing page a consumer is on, so if you've uh, you know, placed an ad or, or whatever, and a consumer has landed on your Facebook page, has landed on your Instagram account, uh, within one click, that consumer needs to be able to find your name and your firm as licensed. Yep, okay, perfect. So that's, and, and that's it. I, I sometimes get hotline questions about, do I have to include my firm's phone number or can I include my phone number and not my firm's phone number? And the answer is yes, because the only two pieces of uh, text, if you will, that are required on advertising, only one for non-internet advertising, that's firm's name is licensed, your name and the firm's name is licensed on all internet advertising, including social media. Mm -hmm. that's, what has, that's what's required to be on advertising. The only other requirement with respect to advertising is that it must be truthful. It must be accurate, mm -hmm. right? Right. What, we have to avoid um, exaggeration, deception, and I can't, what, what are the- False and misleading. Um, advertising. False and misleading advertising. You have to avoid exaggeration, avoid deception. If, it, if it's like technically true, but wink, wink, nod, nod, we all know what you're talking about and it's not true, it's an exaggeration, it's deceptive, then it's false advertising and it's something for which brokers are routinely disciplined. Yeah, let's, let's give a great example. And in today's day and age of virtual staging and some mm -hmm. incredible photography, right? So um, it would be perfectly acceptable to, um, to Photoshop in a blue sky. That's okay, right? The, fo the photos were, were shot on a rainy day um, and it's okay for the photographer to Photoshop in a blue sky. What's not okay is for the photographer to Photoshop out power lines that would be false right. and deceptive advertising, right? So again, use your best judgment. Um, what would a buyer looking at those photos, um, looking at that advertisement think if they show up at the property and it's something entirely different when they show up? Is that going to feel like that's false and misleading and deceptive? And if so, probably shouldn't do it. Right. Um, 
Sabrina, what about all of those third-party websites where I uploaded, I'm a listing broker, I uploaded into the MLS a year and a half ago mm -hmm. my listing information about property that sold, um, you know, two weeks later mm -hmm. and closed 45 days after that. So I haven't touched this property for, you know, the last almost year and a half, right? but it's still showing in this third-party website as an active listing. Mm -hmm. All of the bedrooms, are, there's pictures of people's bedrooms out there, and what about that? Yeah, it's a problem. You know, buyers moved into their house sometimes months ago. I had a client that um, I got a call from. They had m literally moved into their house months ago, and for some reason that house popped back up on Zillow as a new, um, as a new listing and knock, knock, on, knock on the door. His wife had just gotten out of the shower and it was a buyer saying, I'd like to come in and see your house, please. I see it's available for sale. Um, it was a little bit disconcerting and it's going to happen. There's going to be some information on some website somewhere that's incorrect. And you are obligated, you are in charge of your advertising, so you want to reach out to that third-party vendor, whoever it is, and make every effort to get that information corrected um, and document that. Yeah. Document, document. Make sure that if the Department of Licensing um, you know, comes a calling because maybe that consumer filed a complaint that you're able to document that you reached out to the third-party vendor and tried to get that situation resolved, even if ultimately it doesn't get resolved. Yeah, the Department of Licensing looks at this differently depending on where this web, where, where the information is uh, broadcast. Mm -hmm. If it's a, if if information is on your website that you control, the Department of Licensing expects that information to be accurate a hundred percent of the time mm -hmm. because you're going to fix whatever's not whatever's not accurate instantly. Moving from there, if it's your website, but it's managed by a third party, so you hire somebody else as your webmaster to take care of your website, the Department of Licensing expects you to communicate with that person who's controlling your website in a timely manner so that any uh, inconsistent information, any inaccurate information is resolved very quickly and in a timely manner. So they expect, again, as Sabrina said, to see that communication in your folder between you and your webmaster. And then if, then if we're talking about information that's completely out of your control, up on one of these third-party websites, you're not even sure how it got there, <laughs> uh, then the Department of Licensing does expect to see communication from you to that third-party vendor. And FYI, sometimes your MLS can be a good interface for you between you and that third-party website to communicate. Sometimes, not I'm sure not every MLS can do that for you, but some can. So reach out if you have information that's showing up on a third-party website and you need help getting that information down. Um, if you have reached out to the third-party vendor and you can't make progress with them, at least reach out to your MLS to see if they can help you. Again, show that paper trail so the Department of Licensing knows that you are being responsive to a consumer's request that that information come down. You're not expected to go out and constantly police these third-party websites to make sure that none of your old listing information is out there, but when you get a request from a consumer, you are expected to be responsive to that, even though it was a file you might have handled 18, 24 months before. Absolutely. 
Anything else on advertising? I don't think so. I think we oh, got it. There is a link. We want to share a link with you. Okay. The Department of Licensing has put out, it was in 2017, but honestly, the information hasn't changed. It's still really good information, color photos, lots of scenarios, advertising guidelines. Most of the questions that you have about what can or cannot be included in advertising, how advertising has to be set up, what it must include, what it can't include, any of that, a lot of scenarios, a lot of good information is included in that DOL publication. I recommend you start there. And of course, you're always welcome to send uh, an, e an email to me, legalhotline at warealtor.org. Thank you for being a Washington Realtors member.